welcome to today's Bless Their Hearts, a Southern Charm Savannah podcast. I'm Zach Dennis here with Nancy Fulbright and Will Peebles, and we are just stoked to talk about the third episode. Let me, t- I'm, I'm just stoked. I, I can't keep my excitement inside. What did you guys, I guess, let's just jump off real quick. What did you guys make of the episode? Kind of a, a one or two sentence recap of, of episode three. Um, I think you summed it up pretty well in your uh, your online synopsis on SavannahNow.com in saying that communication uh, probably could have solved every problem in this episode, like overall, I think. But yeah, that's that's my quick, super quick synopsis. Yeah. And mine would be pick a line and get in it <laughs> and go. No, that's, that's definitely true. I, I wrote mine. You can catch it on SavannahNow.com. It's called Communication Breakdown. I can't promise that I'm going to have a Led Zeppelin song title in every <laughs> recap, but... This one seemed to fit. I had. I also marked some alternate titles, which would be just choose already, people. Brandon is not getting enough screen time, and stop saying sake like that. Hey, good. <laughs> oh, I liked we, how we did get some sake insight. Several this sake. Yeah. Yes. I like though that her mom kind of poked fun at how she says it. Also, yes. her mom yeah. was poking at a lot of stuff in the episode, but that was she's like sake. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think her mom is a very kind of pestery character, mm-hmm. but. Today, I was kind of on the side of the pestering yes. with the whole, <laughs> so <okay>, she said. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go ahead and go through. I have my power rankings through episode three. Brandon and Bruce standing strong at, at one and two. 100%. Number three, a new entry, those oysters at the roast that yeah. they went to. I'd agree. <sighs> that, those looked, I mean, I, I saw that and I was like, I kind of want to get oysters later this week. It was a proper oyster roast. It, it was. It looked very that authentic, authentic yeah. legitimate yeah. yeah and then i have hey good and daniel who were hey good probably got a little bit more screen time than daniel but still they were solid i think that brandon hey good and daniel right now are my three characters i want to see a lot more of mm-hmm. rather than the rest of them yeah i'm on the daniel train again because yeah. he planned strategically for his strategic he did plan, plan strategically. and it actually sounded like something that seemed like a smart idea you it know did. Uh, yeah the whole marketing for lawyer law offices across the nation like that's not a bad plan mm-hmm. yeah now i would further break down the daniel power ranking into daniel's ass daniel himself and then daniel with the glasses and the man bun. We did get some bare butt this episode yes. from Daniel. It was brief, but bare, it was bare brief, butt But I was glad to see yeah. it make an appearance. No, that's, that, that's true. Maybe we should have a power rankings and then a Daniel power rankings yes. next week. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll do that if he gets more screen time. Yes, yeah. more screen time, whoever you are at Bravo. Mm-hmm. Then I have a bunch of empty space, some, you know, and then dot, I go, dot, dot. Yeah, after number five, I go all the way to nine and say <laughs> Hannah. Because she is one of the four people in the kind of relationship drama for this week. And as I was talking to Nancy about before the we were recording it, she seems to be the most level-headed from the four of them. She, you know, her and Louie were kind of possibly going to... She seemed to be more humoring him into, in, in, with the relationship rather than delusional like the other three were. Mm-hmm. Then I have a lot of empty space, a lot of dot, dot, dots. Yes. And all the way at 113 is Louie. <laughs> <laughs> then 114 is Catherine. Then a whole lot of dot dot dots, and the final guy is Lyle at 282. Bless, his heart. bless oh, his heart, indeed. My gosh. What were, what were some of the things in this episode that that kind of stood out to you? Some of the themes it seemed like we're playing on because it seemed like the first half of the episode was 
digging into this relationship tension mm-hmm. between Louis and Hannah and Lyle and Catherine. And I also put Lyle and Louis because yes. that's the third couple yes. that's dealing with some problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second half was the first part of the duck hunt. So what did you guys make of the of the first half with the relationship tension? So uh, the first, the big thing that I noticed, and this might have just been TV editing, we might have just missed it. But when Lyle and Kat have their little conversation where he's finally just like, I don't want to do this anymore. He just gets up and leaves. Doesn't pay. He ordered that old fashioned. He didn't pay for it that I saw on screen. Bravo, please rectify this. Let me know if he paid it or not. Because that's rude. You got to pay people. Come on now. That's why he's all the way at 218. You just, you said, hey, we're over. And then you left without paying and left her with the bill. Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't feel incredibly bad because she has a scene where she walks out of her swanky apartment in Pulaski Square. So, right. Yeah. It, it won't feel too bad. Was it Pulaski? I was trying to see what, like, view the surroundings and see which square it was, but yeah. that's, that's a good square. That's yeah. Nice. It's, that's it's, nice. it's over there in Pulaski Square on, on Barnard Street. So, I guess you want to, let's go ahead and jump into our segments. Well, actually, Nancy, did you have any, any thoughts oh, on the yeah, relationship? So, that, that episode with Lyle and Catherine and the Kit Kat and the, um, and circa i mean the the heat and the and the um, chemistry between them i just thought they are as hot as donald and melania you can tell that <laughs> they really really want to be together pick a lane <laughs> you don't have to be on the marriage train what did you guys make of the uh, we mentioned kind of the actual relationship couples but some of the tension between that was generating between lyle and louie you know they were buddy the elf and santa mm-hmm. last week and now they're uh they're kind of clashing. It's like heat miser and cold miser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Louis. Uh, Louis's thing at Rocks on the Roof. Louis just struck me as feeling. He's very much putting up this idea that yeah, I'm totally fine being on a break. It's gonna be mm-hmm. great, and then just being super duper awkward. Yeah. When, when it actually comes to interacting. For five years. A lot. That's a long time. It's he's like, time. and the man's like, nice. Oh, this is a scarf. I'm like, yeah, man, that is a scarf, mm-hmm. and you clearly don't know what to say. And she's calling him on it. Yeah. I think she actually yeah. said you should be nervous around me right right. so i was like yeah girl you get it you got it that's why like hannah was part of that frustrating relationship thing going on but like i said she seemed to be the most level-headed where she wasn't delusionally thinking oh that everything's going to be better she was more again humoring him and while they were on the date and everything else she seemed to just be kind of going kind of testing him a little bit but not full out going like Catherine and going, yeah, no. I think we're going to be doing this and this and but this. But I we're still with Hannah, and I like Hannah. I didn't understand the waterworks. I'm like, where, where is that coming from? He just does not seem to me. Sorry, Louie, I know you got that, you got the Pima and all, but <laughs> he doesn't seem like a guy worth crying over. No, he's just not. Say that. I wanted to, to share some of my notes that I took while watching. My first one was Louie Get a Life. <laughs> and then my other one, and this kind of, I'll save that for the uh moment segment. I kind of like that. But the other thing that I said is, do re- people really talk like this in, this, in, in such a monotone yeah. speaking voice? Because that's, I'm just. Wait, wait, who are we talking about? There's so many in a monotone. Yeah, it's just true. The, like, just, Lyle's, real, Lyle's real bad about it. Yeah. He's just got that very Tennessee sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, 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 I, it, I, it sounds like it. It sounds like, he sounds like Peyton Manning uh-huh. to me when he talks. <laughs> that's, he kind of looks like him too, so I don't know. Yeah, that's a lo- well, Either Peyton Manning or Andre the Giant. Yeah. I'm not sure. Some, a cross between. Oh, I think Lyle. If Peyton and Andre had a baby. I think Lyle could do a nice cosplay of Peyton Manning. He has like the oh, receding yes. hairline and everything. 100%. 100%. <laughs> The other one I wanted to mention was, we usually do the Brandon quote of the week, but Mm -hmm. 
will kind of give a shout out to the to a good joke that Catherine made when she was talking. She was on the road talking to her sister. Give us that one, Will. Uh, they were driving, and she was talking about the genes that she got from her mother, the one that she got being the quiet gene. And she was talking to her sister, who's uh, the opposite of that. So she said. Uh, I got the Banana Republic jeans. You got the Express jeans, like making a pun with jeans. Mm-hmm. So we came up with that one. Kudos. I thought Maybe it was the writer funny. for that should be on the power ranking. I got it. I got a kick. Yeah. Whoever yeah. whoever did that, yeah. we'll slide them at like eight. I think that was one of the dot, dot, dot spots. Yeah. yeah, yeah I no. also liked in that whole conversation where she said she was private. And I thought, well, girl, you want a reality show. Yeah. But I also think that one of the, the quotes for this week came from Haygood very early in the episode where she was talking to her parents. She was like, I don't want this farm to be a setting for a big cat yes. fight. But, but it was. Dun, dun, dun. It, yes. Foreshadowing. Yeah. They always seem to like have one quote that foreshadows yes. it. Like in episode two, it was Brandon um, saying uh, those. Oh, the, the teenage, tw- girls. teenage girls yes. will protect yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What did you guys make of Kat's whole kind of arc outside of the relationship stuff? She talked a lot with like Hannah and her sister about, oh, well, I'm, I'm, you know, a, a general Southern girl. I keep all my feelings inside and don't let any, let on anything. And I get that. I guess they're playing that to the, you know, to, to the Southern part. But like you mentioned, it's also a reality show. You're going to have to, right. you're going to have to. And I think that just goes back to, again, you need some line of communication, but it seems like that's probably not going to come from her anytime soon yeah and, and based on you know my albeit limited experience with reality tv it seems like these are kind of tame like these are pretty mm-hmm. tame issues mm-hmm. in in this show as far as relationships go a little bit a little bit of bitter cat fighting like you know but other than that it's like this isn't particularly juicy no you know? no all right well we're going to continue our discussion in a minute we'll go to our segment reads but first a nice live sponsor read. So, happening now is Savannah Restaurant Week. For mm. 10 days this summer, starting last week and running till Sunday, Savannah, it's celebrating its culinary heritage. You can go to two dozen of the finest local eateries. Well, they'll offer three course dinners for the low price of $30 during the event. So, you got three courses, 10 days, foodie paradise. Go to dosavannah.com for more information on that. Let's go into our segments. The first one is the branding quote of the week, which... Angrily, I mentioned in the in the written recap that he shows up at like the thirty or forty minute mark. It's way too long. It's way to, too late. It's it, they should not make us make us wait that long for Brandon. Yeah, but Nancy, you wrote down a number of really good Brandon quotes. So I'm gonna lead off with you. Okay, I'll just read one. My favorite, probably of the episode, is. I've had worse things in my mouth, so I may as well just go ahead and drink it. Yeah. <laughs> mine was also the pig's blood. I forgot yeah. that he said that. Yeah. I, I was mine was more uh, the afterwards where he's like, I can't. Uh, why these people would drink this is beyond me. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but like you know, why these people would agree to do a reality show about their lives is also uh, well beyond me. But yes. yeah. I I also liked uh, they were talking. It was at the beginning of the the pig uh, the boar blood segment, and he goes, "What kind of messed up witchcraft?" Is this yeah <laughs> <laughs> which kind of is a callback to her whole witchcraft thing that we talked about last week i also want to add this one other quote it's not the greatest quote of the week but this is just an eye roll lyle quote which is i'm just focusing on one person myself God. <laughs> that was a great okay. impersonation let's totally. let's dig into lyle here because like right after he said that uh he talked about he said something else there was he's like there's 
I've got I'm in, there's someone new that I that really cares about me and what I'm doing yeah. and, I, and I'm kind of like who like the His girl you asked imaginary friend yeah like the, 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 girl, the girl in, in New, New York, York that yes. that was like maybe if you're lucky I'll sit on Santa's lap and it's like shouts out to her for just shutting that down <laughs> in its tracks I mean he was just really frustrating in this episode and I'm I, I'm with you Will I'm kind of a novice on reality TV and I understand that you have to have some sort of perpetuating drama to to progress the whole episode forward but at the same time it seemed like we were just running in circles with both groups and there was no movement toward any sort of resolution and i didn't watch the first season but i'm sure this was the same circling issue same kind of stuff so it's like i understand that you want to have some sort of drama but you can at least reconcile some sort of the of this of the parts of this relationship and and move on to some other sorts of drama because i think you can also you can have other other things outside of these two can't get together because at the end of the day now we're just like, I don't care if they get together. Right. I mean, although I won't get my wedding special with Lyle and Catherine, and I see that withering on the vine, and it really hurts. But, you know, <laughs> other than that. I'm sure you can find it. We could have, like, Jim and Brandon renew their vows. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and have a wedding special. That would be, there'd be amazing food, and it would oh, be way more fun. Oh, you know there'd be amazing food. Jim and Brandon actually ordained uh, online. So uh, if you could, if you could, uh, I'd be happy to officiate. That'd be awesome. Sweet. <laughs> uh, the next segment is your... Uh, what moment of the week? I'm gonna. I'll share mine. So they're at rocks on the river. Uh, Louis and and Hannah are, and they walk in. And why does Louis give his like? Oh, it's the reservations under Louis. You have cameras in the back. Everybody knows you're coming because you set this up ahead. Why did he give a name? You gotta be. You gotta make it real, man. I don't know. That's it's right. just one of those little establishing details. Just in case uh, they didn't recognize him, maybe they would. They'd be like, "Oh, Louis, the Pima King." Are you? Are you? Oh, sorry. We had an earlier crew come in with twelve cameras and lights and everything. We we wanted to make sure it was you. Yeah, Louis, we got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you from the interesting cast of Southern Charm Savannah or the lead, the not interesting cast? Oh, the not latter. interesting. Okay, we got the other one earlier. <laughs> They're on the roof. <laughs> what was y'all's uh, uh, moments? I, I had two. One from that. I still can't understand why Hannah's crying and carrying on. But then the the scene where they're at the the dinner at the lodge, and the whole flirty flirty business that's going on with Lyle and Catherine mm-hmm. and the friends. You know, originally when when Lyle and Louis had their conversation, and then Louis started getting all pissy about you know why is he you know, kind of going back on his word. I thought it was going to be like that episode of Seinfeld, you know, where Jerry and George agreed to get engaged. And then <laughs> Jerry, you know, reneged on the deal, and then George is stuck with it. And I thought, oh, maybe Louis is, like, mad because now he's really getting out of it. But then it's like, no, all of them are saying, you know, Daniel's saying this has been going on for, you know, What's the, what's the thousand and one time that he's going to say it's mm. going to make a difference? We didn't have any Daniel Sage advice in this one, really. We didn't. We yeah. didn't. But yeah, so why are they doing that little with the flirty, flirty back and forth? Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that just, was my. Oh God, that just please. goes back to it, the only redeeming thing in that whole scene was that Brandon was there. <laughs> Even if he weren't in like the screen frame, I knew he was somewhere nearby and said things were going to be okay. I also like the moment when they got to the roast and they were all sitting down and. Louis was like heading to that chair, and then Lyle sat there, and he's just like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> that was great." 
That was a nice, subtle, comedic moment. Well, Lyle had to sit down so that he could, like, sorry, I'm about to get heady here. He, if they were playing chess and he could just, like, move his pawns, like, back yes. and forth against his ex-lover. Yes. Just really be annoying as, as he can. Have you just, ever killed anything other than relationships? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lyle. Another another star for the writers. Let me underwrite Kyle or Lyle next 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 season. Whatever. That'd be fun. fun. Yeah. (laughs) My uh, I think my uh, moment also uh, involved him at the end when he was wrestling because he got mad. And this is kind of like an uh to Bravo because I don't think they're fighting. I don't think that's an angry chase. He sprayed him with a fire extinguisher it's like i mean it's really gonna be that bad and they were like playing this really dramatic music like what's going on but it's definitely i also think that there should have been some sort of confrontation like where they're kind of yelling at each other like whenever i've had people get angry and then lead to somebody chasing somebody and fighting there's usually like a verbal like you know, screw you, no. yeah, with, yeah, but with yeah. fire, more fiery language, yeah. and, and they're yelling at each other, and then that happens, and then they chase. But it was—it seemed a little like you could feel a little bit of the tension. You could see that they they were definitely ramping it up to lead to that. But I felt like there needed to be something more verbal before right. that whole thing took place because it 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 felt a little bit out of place. Because yeah, all you hear is just Lau going, "You better keep running <laughs> twice," and then run, and, Forrest, yeah, run. Then he, <laughs> I think that could all be boiled down to. Alcohol, and while I was actually every time I watch this show, I I'm reminded of the words of Dean Wormer in the iconic film Animal House, and I'll well, paraphrase. All right, drunk and stupid is no way to go through mm. life. <laughs> mm. Maybe we should have made that the podcast name. I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, we screwed up. I mean, if there's a season three, <laughs> drunk and stupid, from, drunk and stupid, from colon. your lips to God's ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, the Savannah mistake of the week, it seemed like there wasn't too much. Mine was, not I don't think, necessarily a Savannah mistake, but I was a little annoyed and felt bad for the patrons of Circa 1875 <laughs> who were having to live through cameras all around in their dumb fight and then him leaving. They were probably like, I want to get a nice, you know, big-time meal. I want to enjoy myself in downtown. And these these idiots are, are arguing there's television going on. Yeah, I just wanted to come here, have my drink, but now i got to sign these release forms from right. Bravo. And <laughs> it was cool for a second, but now I'm stuck here. Yeah. I was also curious. I thought it was interesting the way they set up the scene with Daniel and the marketing person and the, yeah. the law firm. It would make you think that, the Icolts law firm is like a hop, skip, and jump away from Forsyth Park. And I had no idea. I actually did some research, listeners. Oh, wow. And I Googled Icolts law firm, and it's over on Stevenson. So I'm oh. like, that ain't anywhere near. I mean. <laughs> it's a hop, scotch, and, and 20 miles. Or, it's a hop, or like it's five a hop miles. skip, and a bocce ball game away from Forsyth Park. <laughs> yeah. You just got to you got to play your bocce ball. You yep. got to then you'll just skip all ten miles to Stevenson <laughs> Avenue. That's right. <laughs> so I thought, wait a minute, yeah. That's funny. I also like how he walked in there and it was like, hey, what's up, guys? High five, high five. Yeah. Are you guys doing well? And they're just like, why are we on TV and not working? <laughs> the, the next one is, I wish this was a lot shorter moment of the week, and I feel like we've covered that with the whole damn episode. The whole yeah, <laughs> especially the first part. Can like, we just be blunt? No, that's fine. No, because I guess they're going to do the second half of the duck hunt thing next to be episode. Continued, and you please, could, Jesus. you could have, you could have simmered down to fifteen minutes of relationship crap, and then the rest of the episode would be the duck hunt. Because, like I said, like that at least got a little bit more interesting. Yes. 
we were just we were just treading water for for thirty dang minutes. <laughs> it was it was bad. Like I get that that is the draw of reality TV, but you got to go with the strong suits. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think the relationships are the strong no. point in this show. I think that it's the the, the setting. Savannah is a really big character in this. If you'll pardon the cliche, and it, it's like you can take them to these cool places in Savannah, like Circa Rocks, mm-hmm. both really neat places to go eat and go hang out and everything. But if you're just sitting them down and just having them talk for like 20 minutes with like one, two cynics exchanges between each of them, mm-hmm. like it doesn't move the now, plot y'all know anywhere. Between the three of us, we know plenty of people with some crazy relationship drama. Yes. That would way, <laughs> would just surge past these knuckleheads in an instant. Yeah. And it's, it's, I feel like it's just really reserved and quite secretive mm-hmm. of everything. And there's like hints towards other stuff, but not mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Not nothing concrete, nothing like nail biting and like put your mouth yeah. over, ooh, you know, right. nothing, nothing super spicy. I don't know. Right. right. No, that's 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 very true. It's just I don't know. I, I would have I would have put the whole duck hunt in this episode and left all that cr- because yeah. like, like we said before, like that's that crap has been circling for the two seasons now. So do we really need to lead thirty minutes to talk about that? Yeah, and the whole commute to Haygood's farm, which by the way, twenty four thousand acres, beautiful farm. Yes, Woo! yeah. That's the kind of house I was telling Zach earlier. That's the kind of house that you want your friends to have. Yes. So when they invite you over, because you know that that her parents were just like, let's set this up, let's yeah. get them these oysters and everything. Probably had little peanuts out yeah. when they got there. Yeah, yeah. like that high grade Southern hospitality. <laughs> That's right. right. There. Yeah. What did you guys make of the the whole tension again? Like this is kind of episode two of that of the tension between Haygood and her mother. It seemed. I don't. I, I sided a little bit with Haygood this time. It seemed like a. Yeah. I don't know if it was ramped up for the show, but it seemed a little bit, uh, a little bit unnecessary when she was talking about just owning the farm and the whole sake. Sake. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think? Yeah, I wrote down a quote that Haygood said uh, to her mom as the night was coming on. Uh, she said, uh, her mom was talking to her and said, oh, is it time for me to go? You had enough mom time. And she very skillfully and southern, yes, southernly. And very southern. Yeah, was just like, oh, there's never enough mom time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, but no. Take the, the hint, mom. Yeah, but the quote was just like, yeah, I need to be my own lady. And then right after that, I was expecting the blood this whole episode. So I was like, blood time. Time yeah. to be my own, <laughs> my own witchcraft. Good Slash the, the hey good witch of the south, you know. But, yes. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I was really with hey good on here, and uh, I think I have been for the whole time. Her mom's kind of kind of a picky, pestery character. Yeah, but not horrible. Yeah, yeah, no. it could be worse. Yeah, it could be, it a, could lot be a lot worse. worse. It could be. A she lot seems worse. to lean into more of the typical kind of stereotypical southern uh, mom. That's mm-hmm. that that clearly loves her and is, is looking out for her, but is also a little bit overbearing, overbearing. and a little intrusive. Mm-hmm. And skeptical, like uh, mm-hmm. all. Uh, I think all good mothers are at least a little skeptical mm-hmm. of their kids, you know. I and I think too, equally, hey, good kind of leans into that southern girl role. Mm. So it's like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I mean, she's very respectful of her parents, and mm-hmm. you can tell she's kind of struggling to do her sake thing. I just wish she'd quit calling it sake, but. <laughs> 
We did. I support the sake movement. I don't support Kana's sake. I we did get to see as much of the actual production yes. of sake as I imagine that we'll probably see. I don't know if there's going to be a whole episode mm-hmm. at the Haygood Sake bottling plant yes. or anything like that. AKA but, her kitchen. Yeah, but no, it it was really interesting, and I haven't done it yet. But I'm probably going to go Google how sake yeah. is made because it looked neat. It looked. You know, now we're going to start yeah. saying sake just sake sake sake. <laughs> to be fair, we're, I, that's so like I would I would deal with you know 30 minutes of an episode going through that with people they're talking to her rather than listen to the relationship <laughs> I, stuff i hear you <laughs> will we're going to cut it over to you what is our diversity count for this episode well zach i'm happy to report that we got at least one Diana. I, I wasn't paying super close attention this week uh to the in between like changey scenes just people walking around savannah and stuff but we got a named character yes. i'm talking lower third identification and a title she was uh hannah or Diana, uh-huh. the hunting lodge manager. Yes. And I was like, yes. And Brandon gave her a shout It was out. in South Carolina, I think, right? Yeah, like, yeah. In, but hey, it's, yeah. you know, it's. We'll it, take it. Yeah, it's it's something. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Nancy, mm-hmm. let's, what, what would Bruce do in, in these situations? I'll, I'll let you pick either the duck hunt or just the relationship <laughs> 30 minutes of the first half of the episode. I think, okay, let's take the, either one of those. Let's take the Lyle and Catherine because they're. Yeah. The worst. Uh, I think Bruce would pull like a full-on share moonstruck <laughs> snap out of it. <laughs> when I woke up today, I didn't think I was going to get such a strong reference to Cher's moonstruck. Yes. That's, that's... Shout out to moonstruck and Cher. Yeah. Making, yeah. making that money on Mama Mia 2. Oh God! Share if you want to come on the yeah, podcast. Share, you, well, are, hey. you are, of course, more than welcome. Sixteen twenty-five Chatham Parkway, right. <laughs> two o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> the other thing I wanted, because I don't know if we touched on it too. Oh, we touched on a couple of places. Uh, we mentioned Rocks on the River in circa eighteen seventy-five. Also, they went to Rivers and Glen. We got a nice. Uh, changing montage of, of Lyle and Louie putting on hunting gear and oh, yeah. improving their masculinity with how, how much hunting they've done. If you have done. to go and buy the stuff, you don't do it on a regular basis. Well, they, they kind of said I mean, that. In their defense, they did say, like, uh, I don't really have much experience with guns Well, that's true. Like they did that, say but, that, but yeah. I just thought, oh, God. Did they buy the guns, though? Did they go out Probably. just for this dang trip? I think he like, said that he didn't buy the gun. Yeah. Well, I, I had think, he said he had a gun. But I knew that they were, happened to have a gun. They were messing with them uh, when they were there, though. Darlington, South Carolina is where Haygood's farm is, and they were at Roblin's Neck Honey Club, which is on her on her property. Cool. With, with our one diverse character. And they got, they really, sorry to play on the words here, but they really diversified their land there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. To, that's good. To have. You got 24,000 acres. You better be doing something. You better be doing something with it mm-hmm. other than rice, yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's true. Maybe you can open up a small little sake. Yes. Like, also, uh, they did pour a southbound beer. I happened to catch okay. the can uh, yeah, early I on think, in the uh, episode. Yeah, Catherine drink that. Yeah, like as soon as she came in, she was mm. like, you got any alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Getting the shakes. Now, I will it's say almost 10 a.m. <laughs> I will say now, listeners, we're, we would love to hear from you again. You can you can email in questions. I'll put an email and, and all that stuff. If you want to email some questions or your thoughts, we'd love to hear them. But we have two very special fans of the podcast, and that is our two faves. Brandon and Bruce, who have both shouted out the podcast recently, saying Love that they it. really liked it. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Yes. Honestly, really. Yeah. yeah, no, we're gonna. We might have to invite the two of them into the studio. I would love that. I would love that. That'd be <laughs> so be great. That would just mm-hmm. make my Tuesday. It'd be great. <laughs> 
But this will conclude this week's Bless Their Hearts, a, a Southern Charm Savannah podcast. We got a little tease of next week's episode. Anything in particular you guys are looking for? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for, and I hope it's not improper to say. I'm hoping we get a Dick Cheney moment on this deck. <laughs> Is that too much? It's been a while. You can make the joke. It's okay. Yes. It's like... We- I mean, half the people that are watching Southern Charm Savannah don't know who Dick Cheney is. I mean, they were making the same joke also because Catherine yeah, kept talking gonna, about... Yeah, she's going to shoot him in the yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's hope that foreshadowing really plays out. Let's hope yes. our foreshadowing theory is just real strong. Now, that would make it interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we've also got the return of Ashley Borders. Yes, the retor- Getting all return weepy. of Ashley yeah. Borders. Yeah. Another with the waterworks. Um, maybe she can, like, stir up some drama. Do you feel like she's going to be uh, Is, it, is it going to be kind of a cameo or at least I feel extended? like it's going to be a cameo, but I, I don't know why I say that. Yeah. Because I feel like if she were going to be full-time on the show, they would do it so they could get a season three. Ooh. Calling them out. Bravo's just over there scrambling. They're like, all right, Nancy said it. We got to do it. That's right. (laughs) Ashley, come in and be on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Yeah. We'll we'll see a deadline story soon. Nancy Fulbright added to the writer's room for Southern Charms and Season 3. (laughs) Zach Dennis and Will Peebles are also there for some reason. They're just giving their... We're not sure why. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will see you next week. Bye.